0: Uh, Jason Lock on 4Guys, Washington Post. Check him out. Follow him on social media. Carl Dukes with you. Our other guy, Brian Baldinger, who joins our podcast. This podcast is a big part of it as well. Obviously, he will be here Thursday to break down some of the things up front and what we will be seeing from a play-calling standpoint on Thursday with Baldy. All right, let's talk about some of the other things going on because there's just so so much going on. Never it's, ends, it never ends, Carl. It's, it's stupid. Ends. All right, so Brady retires, right? Yes. Brady retires. Last night on his podcast, he said, listen, I know it's time. Uh, podcast is called Let's Go, guys. You've seen it with Jim Gray. And Belichick was on there. Yeah. 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 And and he said, I just know it's time. Do I think I can still play? Yes. But I think it's time. So here's the thing, though, Jason, with this Brady thing. Yesterday, we find out that he's going to take a year off before he starts the Fox broadcast job. Hmm. So... It opens the door, does it not, for everybody to speculate that at some point next season, I don't know where, I don't know what team, that he's going to come back
1: and play. I don't know if we talked about this on the – I do a lot of yakking in a lot of different places. So (laughs) I don't know if we talked about this last week. I get it. (laughs) But, like, the moment this went down, like, do I think in his heart of hearts he thinks this is the end? Absolutely. I also think he believed that this time a year ago. Um, I think there's more conviction in it now. I think another season where he was more human than not plays into that. However, however, Stephen A. Smith might say, however, (laughs) you're going to tell me that some established coach who's having a hell of a year couldn't get him on the bat phone a couple days after Thanksgiving and say, here's the deal, man. Yep. We don't even need to do the contract now. If you feel like getting in shape, you know what I mean? If you feel like going out there with Tom House for a couple weeks, doesn't have to right. be a month. Right. And you think it's going well. And I'm going to send you a playbook. You can look at it. You can not look at it. Or it might already be somebody where there's already familiarity and whatever. And let's talk in December. You know what I mean? Let's talk after, Let's talk right around that Christmas. And if you want to come fly out here the day after Christmas, we'll add you to the roster. You know what I mean? And maybe we'll need you. Maybe we won't. You know, maybe I already kind of need you because I don't really, I'm winning games. It's a Brock Purdy type situation where I'm winning games but do I really know, do I really think this kid's going to slay the Dragon four times in a row in January and February? Like, I think that scenario exists. Now, I'm not saying it's, it's more likely than not, but it certainly doesn't strike me as impossible. And he would still be picky, but like I don't know, man. Hey, Tommy, you got the bug a little bit. Why don't you go throw for a couple weeks and see how it feels? Like, let us have first dibs on you. If you are going to come back. Right. Hey, and if you want to send your, you know, maybe you send Gronk out there too when you're working (laughs) out with Tommy House, right? Like, why not? We could use a tight end also. I don't think that's
0: crazy. I I don't either. I I really don't. Um, What's the worst
1: job of the two left? Indianapolis. Uh Cardinals, Cardinals are Colts. No, Indianapolis. Indianapolis has been the worst job all the way through. Indianapolis has been the worst job in the league the moment they fired Frank Reich the way they did. I mean, just look at this search, and just look at who's running it, and look at whose fingerprints are all over it. And and Jim Mercy's not really looking for a coach. He's looking for a yes man. He's looking for another puppet. I mean, Frank Reich won play went to the playoffs, had a winning record for him. Did it with revol- revolving door quarterbacks. And he forced Frank Reich to change quarterbacks multiple times before he finally fired him. Like, if he did that to him, you don't think he'd be willing to do that to you anytime, any place? And why does it have to stop at quarterback? You know what I mean? Hey, I I don't like this guy. I don't like that guy. Hey, if this dude doesn't get five targets in the first quarter next week, you're fired. Like, I mean, he's shown you he doesn't think analytics matter, which is asinine. He's showing you he doesn't really think coaching experience matters all that much to coach in this league. He said that himself multiple times when he hired Saturday in the first place. Like, there's still a decent amount of that staff hanging around there. He maybe wants to keep them around because some of them have contracts and he wants to do it on the cheap. So you might not even get to put together the staff you really want to put together. You still don't know who the hell the quarterback is. Um, Now, he's in position to draft one. Doesn't mean they'll draft the right one. Uh, he's had success with quarterbacks when they've fallen when generational ones have sat there at first overall. That's right. So I mean on the leaf mate manning thing in real time was more like in hindsight, people immediately are like, How could that be a thing? Oh, that was a thing. But I remember reading the Sports Illustrated covers, one making the case for Peyton, and one making the case for Leaf. And so it, it wasn't, you know. I mean, if you dug into their backgrounds at all, it was it was pretty clear which way to go. But, you know, I'll give them some credit for that. But, again, they had the first overall pick at a time when a generational franchise-changing quarterback was there. I mean, he's had that lightning strike twice. So I don't know if he can do it this way. Um, But I think – I mean, not that I I think working for the Bidwells is a walk in the park. And certainly the Kyler Murray thing scares people. But if Kyler Murray craps the bed one more year, you know what I mean? They're going to move on. You're moving on from him. So, I mean, it is what it is. You try the experiment for a year – and then you say he got to go, or he's got to fight for, you know, or he can stay, but he's fighting for his job. I'm getting somebody who could who's better than him on paper in my eyes, and if he can beat him out, he can beat him out. Um, now the Indiana, Indianapolis is, is, I I I don't know what the selling points there are, other than there's only 32 of these.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, and they're both currently, as we do this podcast, looking for coaches. Probably by the time uh, we reve- or convene next week, it- it'll be uh, at least good. one of them. I would think. Yeah, the I, I, I would agree. Let's talk about quarterbacks: Aaron Rodgers and David, uh, Derek Carr, specifically those two because they were uh, front and center this week, right? Aaron in the pro am at the the PGA, yeah. you know, tour not tour championship, but the uh, uh, Pebble Beach, and uh, and then you saw Derek doing the skills challenge, which he looked amazing. Yeah. Uh in, in Vegas, and then he makes the comment, you know, it's probably why I'm going somewhere else. So what happens with these two guys, man? Because Aaron, even if the Packers want to move him, he still has to sign off on it. But he will, a, he's
1: he will. There, well,
0: he's there's not, a lot of but there's a lot of money there. attached to it, right? And everybody talks about yeah. the Jets, the Jets, and then this week he talks about the Raiders and how Raider fans keep coming at him. So is he on the is he gonna be on the
1: move, Jason? And more yes. importantly, where the hell does Derek Carr end up? Well, I mean, I've, I've written a lot about this at the Washington Post at various times this, in the second half of the season, and I did an exercise, I don't know, probably 10 days ago. now And at the higher off-season quarterback-wise, from soup to nuts, from Tom Brady all the way down to the fourth quarterback in the draft, no, you know, uh, Anthony Richardson.
0: Okay. And everybody
1: in between, Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy G's. And I had Brady going to San Francisco. I still think he can end up in San Francisco, like I just talked mm-hmm. about in December or mm-hmm. January. Um, and he obviously had to, you know, has since then retired. Um and I had Aaron Rodgers going to Vegas and I had Derek Carr going to the Jets, and that's still what I think. Um the Mark Davis will pay that money. Um, he'll get his 59 million, he'll he'll get it, they'll have to restructure some a little bit to facilitate a trade, but this would be – I mean, Aaron Rodgers wants to flip the bird to the Packers on the way out. He it's, he wants to show them, you can't win without me, and I can't win without you. It is personal. Yeah. It's been personal for three years. But personal right. is just the moment they drafted Jordan Love and didn't tell him. right? right. He's been a ticking time bomb. And everything he's saying to his buddies, Pat McAfee, just listen a little bit. He's getting his shots in. He's tweaking them, but it's over. And he's already trying to put it on them. Oh, I hear they're talking about trading me. No shit, Sherlock. Like, you, 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 you've set this up. Like, this is – you're getting exactly what you want. No, like, they can't have it both ways. Like they can't, they can't get you out of there. Like you want to be out of there without talking, like w- without actually putting, you know, having conversations and whispers about what that would look like. Um, they have to play Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. We've chronicled it. He had a bad season last year, way worse than Tom Brady. And even when they were winning games late, he was a passenger. His creed, a worst quarterback rating than Desmond Ritter and Baker Mayfield. During their five and one stretch or whatever it was. They were running the football. That's they were getting right. explosive plays out of special teams. Turnovers. And they switched up their defensive. They switched their defensive concepts up completely. And then went from an albatross to the main thing. And he was along for the ride, completing 17, 18 passes, trying not to get hurt, and thinking about what he'd look like in a different uniform. So that's gonna happen. And I think the Raiders match up the best. And it's a dome, it's a fast track. Um, I think they'll put the franchise tag on Jacobs and You know, they're going to have to draft some offensive linemen. They're probably going to have to spend some money on defense. Uh, But he's back with Devontae. He's got Darren Waller. He's got the leading rusher in the NFL. He's got Renfro underneath. It looks good. Yeah. I still don't think he'll be great. But, I mean, that that makes sense. I don't see him in New York for a, a multitude of reasons. I just do not see that. But I don't think Woody can do any better than Derek Carr. And I think Woody will be able to pay. He won't care about paying Derek Carr forty million a year, whatever it is. He's not are not paying anybody any money there right now on that roster. Pretty much all of them who are any good are still on their rookie deal. So, yeah, I just think that's where it'll be. And I think Carr will—you know—A, he's he's probably be his best option in terms of who really wants him and who's willing to pay him. And look, Garrett Wilson. You know, Brees Hall was a real thing before he got hurt. You know, can the offensive line stay healthy? I mean, there's some things they'll have to address there. But he's never he, – Derek Carr's never really had a defense, you know? I mean, and even, you know, when they made the playoffs, the year he was an MVP candidate and then he got hurt. He didn't get to play in the playoff games that year where the defense was at least half decent. So I think he'll lean into the fact that, hey, if we get to 21, we got a chance to win this game.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you on all of that. It makes total sense when you start talking about landing spots for these quarterbacks. In the huddle, guys, subscribe, like us, subscribe, and we put out new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. I will say this about Aaron Rodgers before I ask you about some of these coaches that have landed, like Fangio and Brian Flores, before we get out of here. I'm just tired, Jason, of the passive-aggressive thing. Like, bro, if you want out, say it. Right. Like that's been the my, the last three years I've been saying this to, to people in Green Bay. Oh, I know a guy that cuts his yard and he, he doesn't want to go anywhere. Get the hell out of here. Here's the deal. You wake up and every day you know exactly what you want. Right. It's not as if you wake up and you go, eh, I kind of want to stay. I kind of don't. If you're in a relationship, you know exactly what you want. You either want her or you don't want her. Yep. It's that simple. And for him, it's sort of like. Well, he's playing this passive-aggressive thing, and I hate it, Jason. If you want out of Green Bay, just say it. Hey, I want out. And it right. will be
1: done. Look, he's got a black belt in the passive-aggressive martial arts. I've said that <laughs> numerous times. Yes, he's he Bruce freaking Lee when it comes yes, to that does. stuff. And, look, I think year one, when it when the when the Jordan Love thing went down and then he started his whole, I don't know about what this means for me. This might, you know, this is the one I signed up for, which is true, which he didn't. And I, I, I was with him then. I'm like, man, look. You can't blindside this guy. You can't have him on the phone with, you know, Russell Wilson and Tom Brady draft night saying, oh, man, I think I'm about to get a receipt. know, they're going to do something for me here. Oh, I can't wait. I'm coming to get your ass. Oh, oh, he drafted my replacement. Oh, got to hang up. I got to call Mark Murphy and Goody and find out uh, how I can get my ass out of here, right? Like, so that happened. Um, so I think the first year was about flexing his muscles, letting them know who was the boss. Right. It was about getting power over personnel, right? I want my guys back. I want Randall. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna show them that not only am I bigger than them, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be as powerful as them because I'm gonna start dictating who does and doesn't get on this roster. So that was the first year, right? And he wins the MVP, and then it's about he plays the retirement card and leaves them dangling like. Because why not? And because he can. Uh, and um in the in the meet, and and by doing it, they're gonna screw up the Devontae Adams situation because you know they didn't want to give Adams what they ultimately were willing to offer him eventually, a year later, at that time, because they weren't sure what Rodgers was gonna cost them, right? So he passive aggressively puts them in a situation where they're probably gonna crap the bed. And they did crap the bed with Devontae Adams, yeah, which we'll be able to, you know, crawl about that a year later. And then it's about getting all the money too, and and putting them over a barrel from a cap standpoint, multiple years, whether they keep me or whether they want to cut me or whether they want to trade me. And now he's not an MVP anymore, and there's still one year, fifty nine million dangling out there, and he still has all the control because now Jordan Love still hasn't played, and we're going into year four, and we got a fifth year, you know, fifth year player option situation um, where they're going to have to make that decision. And he doesn't like the talent there anymore, and he wants to do what Brady did and win it somewhere else and say, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, it's me, not you. And so he'll get his way. And who doesn't have a no trade? Well, yeah, but he can always just say, I'm going to retire, or I'm just not going to play there. So he might as well have a no trade. He's not going to go anywhere he doesn't want to go. And he's going to try to make them look like the bad guys all the way through. And, again, they've done a lot of stupid stuff there. So I'm not defending them. It took two to tango to get this thing as messy as it is. But yeah, I mean now Randall Cobb's done and Baxter's probably done, right? And his boys in the locker room aren't there anymore. They're gone. And yep. none of these young receivers have really stepped up and they're going to have to lose more pieces on defense because of how much he's counting against the cap and, you know, what they've done the last 2 years to try to extend a window that proved to be fool's gold, especially in the playoffs. You know, it 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 is what it is. Like he's done there and they know it and they're done with him and he's done with them. And they're not going to get a ton for him, but they've got to cut they've got to get him off the books. And he'll try to act like I never wanted to leave. They just did all these stupid contractual stuff and now they can't afford me anymore. But the reality is he's he set it up this way the whole the whole time.
0: It's going to be interesting and something we'll be watching all offseason. Uh listen, when we get to the new league year, right? A lot of these deals could take place and we could see trades early. But this, this is something we may not see until, you know, two months from now. I mean, you know what I mean? It may be a while before this all plays out. All right, before we get out of here, um, one surprise for me, and then Vic Fangio decides to stay with the Dolphins. Uh, Baldy and I were talking about this last week. Baldy said he thought he was keeping the door open for, for the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, trying to make it. Well, he had back a little there. thing with Sean Payton, too. You know what I mean? Payton wanted him in Denver also. So they were just kind. Of, he was kind of weighing his options, mm-hmm. but he signs – what do you think about Brian Flores getting a shot as a DC in, in Minneapolis? I, I'm a little surprised, not because he's not deserving, but, you know, Jason, this whole lawsuit thing, he put his career in jeopardy, right? When he when he outed this interviewing process bullshit, right? How yeah. it was a sham interview in various places. And then it was like, look, I, I'm going to put it out there. And any other coaches that have dealt with this, and now they've got this lawsuit that's still out there pending. Um, I don't know where it's at, but he's still working. And a lot of people said Brian Flores was going to be done in the NFL because he was doing this. What do you think about that? Because he gets the job now. He's going to be the D.C.
1: Well, I think, again, hats off to Mike Tomlin, right, who if he doesn't have that situation in Pittsburgh, like if he had been out for a period of time, 12 months, 15 months, whatever, then it makes it a lot easier for them to just pretend you never existed in the first place. Right. And kind of just move on collude or whatever well we haven't seen him do it in a while <laughs> part anybody else's staff why should i be the one to bring him back in so the fact yeah. that he didn't have to sit out right he didn't he didn't have to sort of um take his lumps contractually and just sort of go away for a year i think was huge um his body of work speaks for itself um i wasn't a big fan of him as a head coach because i thought he had too much of belichick in. not that he couldn't have been a great head coach mm-hmm. but there was just too much New England bullshit. It was just too much, too many power plays, too much flexing, too much messing around with the offensive staff, too much meddling with Tua. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was all too much. Um, but that defense, the way they played under him, they, they they didn't, they never got close to that level. The following year, so that you know, you're looking at that saying, "Man, okay, well, you know, that went from arguably the best defense in the league the final ten weeks of 2021 to a defense." that let him down in 2022, despite adding more talent. Um, You look at, you know, what he did in Pittsburgh. You look at how many defensive coordinator openings there were, you know, and I I think to keep him out, would have really spoke volumes about what the NFL is all about. You know what I mean? Like it would have, if through all that, you got whatever, 12, 13 coordinator changes, And he doesn't get one of them, and now he is sitting out. It's a bad look. That that, that would look like, that would look like exactly, like that would almost be the ultimate proof of what he's trying to say. What he's saying, which is this is not only is this league uh, have issues of systemic racism, not only is this league not abiding by fair and equitable hiring practices, they're also punitive. And they're punitive for coaches of color in a way that it just ain't never been. For white dudes.
0: Yeah, it's a great point. And, and that's why I think him getting this job is actually a bigger statement for the league than it is anything to say, hey, look, we are allowing teams to hire and do whatever they need to do in the process of, of understanding what's going on. I, I agree. I, I just wanted to ask you about it because I did think it was interesting that he immediately gets a DC job after going there and kind of, you know, sitting out a
1: year, basically, right? Is what he did in now, Pittsburgh. The question will be, though, because Upward mobility for coaches of color.
0: This is Limited. this
1: is this is where it. Yeah. This is like especially yeah. on the defensive side of the ball. This is where the story ends. That's right. Like the like if he goes to Minnesota, where that was a joke ass defense last year, <laughs> and turns it around on the fly. He's got to be I a mean? candidate next season. Is he getting head? Is he getting real head coaching looks? Or is or people thinking, well, we got to interview him, but there was too much drama in Miami or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, what? He's still a very young coach. What does his career path look like beyond this? Because, again, this is – they're okay with the high water level here. It's – does he get to be – does he get a second chance to be a head coach? Because a lot of people who look like him don't.
0: It's a great point. We will see, Jason. What are you working on, by the way,
1: for the Washington Post, man? Um I'm working on a piece um I kind of did something last week looking at sort of some areas where I think the Eagles could put you know specific stress on the Chiefs I'm doing one now um some of the stuff we were talking about with the 12 and 13 personnel but some areas where I think the Chiefs could particularly um uh put some torque and stress on the Eagles the way they're constructed uh and then I'll do one more piece after the Super Bowl maybe sort of a free agency franchise tag primer because it's I won't be writing again until the draft so I may kind of just empty the notebook where I think some of these free agents are going to land what I'm hearing about you know who's going to get tagged who's not going to get tagged uh and then um I'll start cranking it up again in April around the draft
0: yeah we're going to do a deep dive here in you know March obviously combine coming off the combine and start talking about some of these guys All these projections, the quarterbacks again, a lot of people saying four are going to be taken again in the first round. They will. So, you know, we're looking at that, and uh, there's there's going to be a lot to to talk about and what teams are going to be willing to risk it and take a chance on some of these guys. It's going to be fun. What will also be fun is Sunday, Super Bowl 57. And when we come back next week, we'll be talking about it, reviewing it, as Jason said, and then looking ahead to an incredible offseason, guys, the NFL That's why we do it, in the huddle. We take you inside of all these organizations, talk about the things that matter, and talk about the players, the coaches, all the things. So have a great Super Bowl. Jason, you You enjoyed the weekend, man.
1: Uh, Don't eat too many wings. What's your go-to, by the way? What's your go-to? I don't even know. Like, it's so weird. This is like – I'll be home for this one, and I haven't been home for many in the last 20 years. So I haven't even talked to Lauren about what we're doing, what we're not doing. I don't even know – I don't know what I'm doing for CBS Sportsline, if we're doing live betting shows or – I don't know what my schedule looks like, um, but I'm guessing there'll be, I'm trying not to eat red meat anymore, so okay. I'm, I'm guessing there will be chicken wings involved. That's what's up. Uh, yeah. I hear you. I, I, I'm what about ahead. you? You got the menu well, set?
0: No, my wife, we, she's like, hey, one of our girlfriends is having a little get together, and, and I know the the family and everything, and I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, he was going to do wings, and then he sent an email and said, we're doing barbecue instead. So he's ordering and catering this barbecue. So I'm like, cool, whatever, yeah. you know, as long as I got something to munch on and I can watch the game, I'm all good.
1: But I'm Yeah, the weather's back. been nice here. I grilled out last weekend for my wife's birthday, so I, I may I may do something like that. Depending on my schedule, I'm, yeah, I may get, get a little funky out there.
0: <laughs> it's all good. It is weird not being at, at the game or, or the week of because we are traditionally, as you say, we've been there and gone, but um, it's going to be good, and I, I think we're going to get a good game. Guys, enjoy. Again, I like the Eagles. You like the Eagles? I like the Eagles. I like the Eagles and the under. I do too. All right. That's where we are. We'll see what happens. Super Bowl 57 Sunday. Jason Lock on four. Carl Dukes. Baldy will be here Thursday to talk about what's going to happen up front, guys. This is where the game is going to be won. He'll help us break it all down. Make sure you're here. Subscribe to In the Huddle. Everybody have a great day.